And we are live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. It is Monday night, the the 22nd it is. Uh, we're here to talk about our, our game against the <laughs> Melbourne and against the Taipans. I'm a little bit rusty. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been live, yeah, both of like us. Uh, first things first, welcome back, Andy. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, how's Hi. things going? To be fair, yes. Sleep is uh, now a commodity again. Yeah, I see them <laughs> bags under your eyes. <laughs> yeah, oh well, we'll get to it. Yeah, now everyone's happy and healthy, raring yeah, to go for the rest of the season. That's it, mate. We'll uh, hopefully we we've got a, a remainder of the season to to look forward to. So good round two wins. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, it was a little bit tough to uh, to get on the podcast for the first couple of weeks. But good to be back. Yeah, that's right. I did a couple of solo casts. That was pretty fun. Um, then my yeah interface died. That sucked. I'm um, still working on a solution. I've got the uh, the backup interface. So hopefully it sounds all right out there. The sound should be coming through fine. It's a bit loud on my end, so hopefully it's not coming through too too loud. I can't really monitor it. So shout out in the comments if you're getting audio issues, and we'll try and fix them on the fly. As always, you can like and subscribe. We're live at the moment on Facebook. Uh, we put these up in audio form on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts. And on Spotify, yeah, it goes through to Spotify because it's on the Anchor platform, which is a free platform. It's pretty sweet. Uh, sharing those out in audio form and on YouTube too. We will put these up uh, after the fact. Damn, I'm not recording it. So, oh, well, I'll just rip the video and put it up. Uh, anything else to plug before we discuss these oh, two games? Right. Yes, yeah, so um, we're going to have a cool prize for mm. the tipping comp. It's... um. We'll show you probably next week. But yeah. are we going uh, to actually... spoiler it or are we going to like leave no, people in suspense all the way to the end of the season? Suspense is actually a really cool prize. The uh, as, the tipping well comp's the... hotting up too, by the way. Just, just it is quiet. hotting up, yeah. It is hotting up. Um, I don't know if we win it. Maybe we get to keep the prize. But um, uh, <laughs> this... raffle, it, raffle it off. Raffle it off. Um, um, just, just on like wider league, league wide, the cup finished. I didn't get a chance to discuss the, the finishing of the cup with you. I kind of did like a little bit of a, I think, I think what is probably most shocking for me being away for two weeks is the fact that we don't have a Mitch Creek in this league for some yeah. horrid reason. I think that needs to be discussed. Like what the F has happened? Yeah. I heard, I heard like, I, like I saw the article, I haven't actually read in depth on what has actually happened. Um, but yeah, sounded not not good, man. Not good. Yeah, so uh, that's um, that is that is not not good at all. And uh, yeah, we, we shan't say no more. But that's a big mm. loss for the league. If it's his own fault, then that is, it, you know you've got to pay the consequences of that. But it's a big loss for Melbourne. Phoenix uh, and Melbourne, yeah. Big, big loss for the league. So that's um, that's going to change things up, I think, because I think Southeast Melbourne were in in really contention for, for cracking that top four and staying there with um, mm. with Creek at the helm. He was having a cracking season um, and just quietly broke off, has landed and yeah. isn't really playing much. Maybe uh, fitness is probably lacking. He probably hasn't picked up a ball in a long time because mm. I know that he's got a young family and he hasn't had much time to play over there um, because obviously he didn't. He picked up the, the, the training camp contract with Philly, but um, it never got turned into a contract. So he hasn't probably played in a long time. Then didn't play much before that because his wife got COVID. Running into did he, the he didn't get it though, did he? I don't know. It nah. was never like there was never anything around that. You probably have to ask him that question. Mm. But um, he seemed, or like in in the few interviews I've seen, he seems like he's in pretty good health. Like 
you know what I mean? You're never going to know. And obviously, if he did have it, it probably would have come out in the wash of you know him coming back to Australia. But yeah, watching him in these first couple of games is like he's just landed and gone into the hangar, and it's like he's done nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we're just, just waiting for him to come back out. I think he's just they're waiting for him to get match fitness. Really, yeah. I think he's he's going to have to play a massive role in that team. Yeah, now that Mitch Creek's down, it's going to be uh, an interesting, interesting couple of weeks. The yeah, the cup. Tell tell me about your the wash up of what you felt about the cup. Look, I think that it was good to get a whole bunch of games out of the way. Like it was a good. All right, this is a you know we don't know what's happening with COVID. We don't know where we're going to be. We don't know if we're going to be able to get in a full twenty two week season. So let's you know get this bubble happening where we smash out as many games as we can. Um, a lot of the games was. 5.30 is a little bit inappropriate during the week, I think, to to watch. I liked um, it. Just having it on, like to watch. Yeah, to watch. but having it on, I was just like, yeah, just throw it on, sweet. No, it's, it's, it's good to have in the mm. background playing and looking up, but yeah, to, to actually engage and watch is, is a little bit dif- difficult. Mm. Um, so yeah, if, if, if we're a COVID-free society next year, then I'd like not to make a reappearance <laughs> just just go away don't don't come back no I, I i like the concept but man again like for about the eighth week in a row just run it side by side like too many games it was way too many games that you could tell these guys were like four games in 20 days man i can't handle this this is crazy <laughs> and like just run it like so you're playing two a week like two games a week that's all right like just build Ooh. it up a little bit then you might yeah. like over the next couple of seasons you might be able to throw three games a week in there maybe but I just like you could tell some of those teams were just like you know twelve man rotations like get hot out here man I need sub sub like crazy yeah, it's it's really it, it, most of these teams don't have a sixth man it is a five man kind of um, yeah you, you look at a lot of these teams and there's some heavy minutes from some of their players Sydney actually has a pretty good uh, spread of of bench rotation and minutes I think that's one thing that we're we're starting to see as the season progresses and these teams start to gel a little bit better that Sydney def- definitely has a good depth, uh, even with the, the the amount of injuries that that we've suffered. But, mm. um, yeah, like Cairns, very short rotations. Um, even Melbourne, so- like Melbourne United, like we'll, we'll go on to talking about them in a minute, but even there, like Jack White just kind of going down and then Hobson going down, they've kind of... You, you very like instantly sort of see, ooh, light in the guard department a little bit there, guys. Like you got mm. some good forwards, but yeah, a couple of guards light there, and you don't kind of have the crossover combos there to kind of fill those holes when those guys go down. I thought that was evident in the game against um, Sydney the other night, but oh, like in general, you could tell while Jack White was healthy, they were handling those games. Come and think fast. I yeah, think they lost yeah. their first game, and then I think they lost three in a row, and then like you could see him stumble. I think Illawarra was the same. Illawarra lost a few in a row in that scenario where they were playing. I think they ended up playing five games in 16 days or something like that. It was just ridiculous. And you're going, this is, this is crazy. Like these guys aren't used to this sort of thing. Like, all right, two games, two games a week or like four games in, you know, 20 days. Okay. They might be able to yeah, do that. Yeah. But like, don't just go, bam, like cop it, everyone. And everyone, like war of attrition, like World Cup styles. Like remember that World Cup where they got to the um, semifinal and final of the FIBA World Cup and those guys were just blowing. Just knocking. It was one of the worst to... like finals I've ever seen where everyone's just like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh, I really go bad dunks. And he's just like, eh, eh, like running up the court. It was hilarious, man. It's just Patty. Patty Mills just like, all right, and can Patty, you know, just take us all the way by himself? And no, <laughs> no, we are out. 
Um, but yeah, I thought the cup was just like, what was the point of this a little bit? Yeah, I think that maybe it was a little bit of a carrot dangled to some of the clubs in terms of financial, uh, you know, asset, um, some prize money to pay for some bills, maybe, I don't know, but uh, hopefully some TV revenue for the league. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's the hope uh, is just some TV revenue for the league, maybe get a little bit more, um, more money out of it um, because, yeah, it's, the product has been good this year. It's been surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be, um, especially with the you know the drop in marquees. Um, but we've had a lot of good talent come back, um, and we've had you know some teams pick up some interesting players. I think Jerome Martin is one of the better players in the league. Um, he's definitely NBA quality. He's not NBA starting quality, but he's NBA quality. He's probably just mm. probably a little bit too slow for the NBA, but he works really well in this league. Such um such soft touch around the mid range, and can stretch the floor. Mm. But um, it's been better than I thought. And hopefully, you know, we we get through the season and um, it's all back to back to normal this year. So it's been, I think uh, we we've lost a few marquee players, but the actual like the level of the league, like the floors raised a little bit. Like the the level of the league is actually kind of like evened out. As opposed to, you know, we don't like, uh, I guess maybe um, maybe the breakers started the season pretty rocky, but we don't have that team where you just look at them and just go like, they're, you know, if they didn't have Hobson, they'd be like nothing, nothing. Well, I think that with the breakers as well is that one, there's no fan revenue. There's no revenue. Yeah, that's, that's a weird, weird situation for them. Yeah. It's just like they've got, they only got whatever TV rights that they can get, maybe a bit of, like, there's no merchandise, no game day. Like, they're just literally, you know, they're just, a bunch of Kiwi blokes playing on their team. Mm. And, you know, it's you know, the league's propping that team up in hopes that we get back to some sort of, hey, I mean, if there's a trans-Tasman bubble coming up in the next month, maybe they get to play some home games mm. down the back of, back of the stretch. I think that would be good for them as a as an organisation or franchise to try and um, pay for some bills. I do know it, they signed William McDowell-White. Is that correct? Uh, who, who signed William? Was it the Breakers? Was it the Breakers? I'm just looking that up. But yeah, the, the bubble sounds interesting. Yeah, these breakers. The bubble bubble idea they, sounds interesting. Like fly in, fly out styles. They just have three months at home and it's just a team goes over there every week to play them, you know? That's it. And I think that they probably deserve that being over here for so long and mm. playing in, you know, away from home. There's if we are getting back to that travel roster, then um then why not if they can get a few home games down the back stretch of things? I mean, just just for the fans, I don't think they're gonna be making uh, the finals this season, but uh, yeah, you, know. you never know, man. Uh, and uh, yeah, the two the two Websters, they got McDowell White now. There's someone else in there too. Well, they got rid of Lamar Patterson. He went. Yeah, back that's to it. Yeah, that's it. So um, so he's yeah. gone back to Brisbane. Yeah, have fun with that Brisbane. Yeah. And then uh, Colton Iverson just playing at the Geordie Hunter School of Defense is just like you can't do anything, or otherwise it's a foul. Don't even try and play defense. You're going to get fouled. The dude just like, even you play, he had a couple of blocks the other night that were just called the clean ass. And they're just like, foul. It's just like, oh my God. You can't play any defense at all. Um, but we'll move, we'll move on to this Melbourne game. Speaking of playing defense, that was just a phenomenal, phenomenal defensive performance, I think, to hold Melbourne to 75 points. I think it was probably uh, inside the best and game. out, really. The best game I've seen, I've seen Sydney play. Ever. Ever. 
in your entire life? <laughs> I think I in the last couple of years, since since um since we started doing this, I think it's probably the best overall performance we've seen from. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, I'm on and off following the Kings, the Kings for about ten years before that. This is probably the most dominant performance against a relatively good team. I mean, I know they've been hit with injuries, but still, Golding was playing. Uh, Landale, McCarran, um, Illy, decent team, and just hammering them defensively. You know, some of the posters, the Geordie posters, yeah. some of the DD blocks, um, some of the shots, you know, Moller just diming everyone, just some of the sweet dimes. I think Moller had career a career-high six or seven dimes that, that night. Yeah, six assists, four for Shawnee, six for Ware as well. I mean, that's ball movement. Yeah. Uh, and that's... It was pretty to watch, man. It was really, really good. Um, if we could only do that against Perth. <laughs> oh, man, that would be so good. I don't even <laughs> want to think about that game at the moment. Um, but 25 assists on 71, on, sorry, on 40 main field goals. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah. Sharing the ball around. A lot of transition too, like guys getting into transition and that's where we got. And Jordy, like staying on the floor and having an impact. And he was like, see, yeah. like if you don't get two crap annoying fouls at the start of a game and you actually let them play, you can have an impact. He had 18 points, uh, 8 of 13, two blo- one block. Lazada had one, Hunter had one, Jarrell had one. Uh, Craig Muller had two blocks as well. That was pretty sweet. Mate, Craig Moller defensively and on the glass, he's like the Rodman of the NBL. I'm going to say that. He's NBL Rodman. Mm. He, he, just, he can do something and affect a game without scoring the ball at all, which is pretty crazy. One, one of three from three, though, in this game. He made one. He's, he's made another he's, one. He's getting better. He's getting better. Um, <laughs> I feel, I feel so for him because he was shooting three so well two, two years ago. It was like, Craig Moller's three's finally come around, and then he's just died again. He's just like, what? Oh, my God. What the hell is going on? I'm um, just looking at his uh, percentages. Uh, Three-point percentage, 35. He's up to 35 on one attempt a game. That's good. That's all he needs. Okay, fair enough. I mean, one every three games. Cool. Yeah, but this, this I think, overall, all round, was just one of the best. Like, even if it wasn't, okay, the best performance we've had, like, all round, I think it's the best I've seen us play in a while in terms of defensive and offensive and on the offensive end and just overall cohesion, um, passing the ball, uh, what were our turnovers? Only nine turnovers, which was pretty good on 25 assists. Yeah. Um, yeah. The defense on Melbourne was just smothering too. And Landau, like I said before we went live, Landau was started this game. I think he played 16 minutes out of the first 18 or 19. And you could tell he was just like, I mean, I've got to come out. Like, I'm yeah. done. And it allowed us to kind of, you know, get into the soft underbelly basically of United and just go get in there like bang. All right, we're going to hit you, you know, Geordie keeping Luala Chul off the glass and, you know, dunking all over him, you know, down the lane type of stuff. I've noticed like JLA, he's kind of got only got one move. He kind of, you know, catches at the high post and then it'll, it'll just line drive and he's just too big. Like, and we've got yeah. some, some thick dudes that and his one move is kind of if he if he's too baseline to kind of get off a shot he'll just go for like the hook underneath into nothing like into just traffic and nothing yeah. and you're like yeah we got you here now man I think there was two of those and Geordie had one and I think Tommy V had the other and it just kind of stops their momentum and stops United's momentum and also how weird is it watching Chris Goulding shoot open shots and miss you're just like oh yeah, that's a, what this that's is strange. weird. 
He's he's coming off injury though, so I think he's not quite back to his. No, so he had one of eight, one of two, uh, one of four from two, and then oh four from three. It was just weird. Like he just yeah, like, not- oh, Goulding's open, and he's missed it. Oh, sweet, <laughs> not used to that at all. And then he, they played. I, I can't remember who they played the other night, and he just at the end of the game just lit it up. He was like, oh no, he's back. Good thing we uh, just skirted around that one. Nice one, sweet. Played him at just the right time. Uh, yeah, I thought thought their team. I thought that Melbourne team kind of without Jack White and Hobson. They said on the telecast, "Oh, they're missing Hobson." I'm like, "Missing Hobson, like as a body, maybe." But you know, I don't, I don't know what Hobson was going to give to him um, in a game like this. Really, I mean, he he played all right in that first game. Like, it was all right. He was one of their better players. But I wouldn't say, "Well, they really need him." Um, I just think you know, you take those two bigs out, or you take a big and a kind of combo out, and you're just like, "Ooh, there's there's not much else there, is there?" Like we had said, mm-hmm. I, I listened back to our um, our pod from the start of the season. We were sort of just like, oh, this looks like a really, really good all-round team, man. I don't know, you know. And I, I mentioned, I think, in one of the early pods that they are kind of missing a guard. Like, McCarron's got a lot of ball, like, on the ball duty. And then if you look at kind of Ely, Ely, you're kind of like, yeah, all right. If you've, if you've got the ball in his hands, like, all right. If he beats you by, you know, shooting four, I think he had four of eight in the first game he played against them. Then, okay, you take that and you just go, all right, fair enough. Um, but the more we kind of got McCarron off the ball, you know, he he was knocking him down, but at the same time, we're kind of denying his space, um, making him give up they the ball. They don't really have a volume guard. That's the thing, right? They don't mm-hmm. know, have like that Casper where they don't have that mellow Trimble style volume guard that they can go to when the play breaks down. It's kind of, you know, it's it's a different style. McCarron's definitely better mm. than I think he's, you know, he's taken those reins pretty well, but... um. He's good, but I don't think he's an elite playmaker, like at the level of a true point guard. Yeah, he's I, good backup. He's like he's like yeah. Shawnee Bruce kind of. Yeah, I, oh, I think probably Shawnee's probably a better playmaker, but he, it's just not in his game. Like he's a scorer first. You know, yeah. he can facilitate at a level, like at a professional level, where you go, it's serviceable. But he, I don't think he has the actual that playmaking instinct that you would go, All right, clear a run out, give him the ball to run this team. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's kind of one of their flaws, and the same with Ely, where you're like, it's it's all right, but then again, you know, you've kind of got uh, Barlow who had no points, a very uh, David Barlow stat line: zero points, zero from three, <laughs> three fouls, uh, two rebounds, <laughs> one turnover. Very, very like Draymond Barlow, um, but at the same time. You know, like there's no like that. Like we kind of exposed them as not being that malleable. Like I, I like at the start of the season, like listening back to what we were sort of saying about them, I was like, yeah, like they were, they were a really strong all round team, but we kind of exposed them as a little bit like, oh, if you get in under here and you kind of you know get Barlow in foul trouble, Landau, you run him around a little bit. Suddenly you take those two guys out of the equation, and then you got Ely, and then again, I guess Chris Goulding, he was injured in our first game. We can't, they kind of just limped home, and then in this game he shot. Absolutely terribly. So maybe we got a little bit lucky after all that. And Peatling, like, have you seen Peatling who would just go up and get posterized and just love it? And you're just like, all right, he eats the posters, sure. And even he, what did he have? Uh, three turnovers. He struggles with his hands a little bit. Yeah, still young. Yeah. Still young. But still this, young. this was a really good performance. So let's turn to some of the Kings' performances. Geordie, 18 points, obviously 8 of 13. Jarrell Martin, Jarrell, not a not an Excalibur night for Jarrell Martin. Uh, 15.7 of 11, 6 of 9 from inside. Uh, I still think 
the the dimension that he gives this team and the way it kind of extends out our spacing allows guys to get in and score like especially DJ Casper you know it's it's a guy you can toss the ball to like you're not going to toss the ball to Jordy and just go Jordy get us a bucket son like yeah, he kind of we don't, gets we don't want that we no. don't want that I, well look Jarrell gives us gives us a, a dimension to the game where when he was injured and this dimension was being taken up by a very old very <laughs> decrepit kick it just like, oh, and then no. even he got injured as well. And it was like, Tommy yeah. V, okay, <laughs> around the rim, Tommy, <laughs> <Yes>. sure. <laughs> and it had like launch, oh. launch up one of three, sure. But, but you know what I mean? Like, in, in the general flow of our offense, I think being able to kind of stretch inside and outside with Jarrell kind of opens up our offense a little bit more. And you get like, we're going to say the complete opposite when we talk about the tie pans, but at the same time, against some of these teams that want to score the ball and want to run. And want to make the game fast. I think Jarrell's got a motor on him. Like I, I kind of noticed in this game, I was like, Jarrell's actually got a pretty big motor and got up and down and kind of matched matched the uh, speed of that game because Melbourne want to make these these games fast. You can tell they just want to play as fast as possible, get into transition, you know, get up, shoot in seven seconds or less. And we were just like, all right, we'll match you. And sweet, you know, I thought we did a really good job of matching that. I think this was also Diddy's best game this season by by a country mile. By a country mile. I can't actually give a 3-2-1 for this game just out of the – because I don't – everyone just was effective. Mm. It was kind of like that team effort. Moller was good on the glass defensively. Diddy had a great game. Jordy had a great game. Casper had a good game. DJ was quiet but still, you know – Still put up points. Um, who do you who do you take? Who do you take? I think you've got a few three to ones to go to as well. Still, that's all right. All along, that's all right. Um, just just on Diddy's stat line: fourteen points, five of ten. He, he like that was a he's playing free game, and you go, mm. this is what Diddy can do when he plays free like that. Yes, and still not like I think DJ's kind of reached some higher peaks than Diddy so far. Yes, but at the same time, the dimension that Diddy can give you when he's when he's feeling it on defense, on offense, you know, can fit, can facilitate, play make. He likes to bring the ball up and kind of you know play in these fast environments. That's when I think you're going to get the best out of him. Casper uh, had 13 points, three of six. Shawnee B, four assists, three of six, uh, seven points. Brad Newley, again, just a bit. Even though he was a plus 16, you're a bit like, where does he fit in this? Hmm, interesting. Still love he's, him. He's but... got his place. Yeah. Uh, Craig Moller, of course, we've given him the praise. Nine uh, points, four of seven. Tommy V, two of two from three with eight points. And DK uh, hit a three and a two, two. So he had five points. That doesn't make sense, does it? Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of a weird. Oh, two field goals. Apologies. Um, but yeah, any, anything else about that game? No. Great no. game. 60, shot 56% from the field. Uh, 45% from three. If we're going to shoot that well, we're probably going to beat most teams. 25 assists or 40 yep. made baskets. Uh, three, two, one. I'm going to go Diddy three. Diddy. I'm going to go Moller two. I'm going to go Geordie one. That's so so harsh on Hunter, man. It, it's it's harsh on Hunter, but Diddy had a, his best game of the season. Yeah. Moller, Moller had a career night in terms of dimes and played ridiculously well. And you know, Geordie's unfortunately just left to He's he was so good though, man. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. That was such a good all round performance. Though everyone played so well. And I think it was everyone playing well, which is why we won. And that makes it even more hard. 
It's not even like, oh, they put him, he put him on their back and got him home. Uh, I went Hunter 3, DD2, Moller 1. Okay. So um, we're, we're around the same. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move to the Taipans game. What on earth was this game? <laughs> this what a t- contrast of just like, and the trash continued. Yeah, it's this the, was it's just... It's bringing it down. It's the down to the level of the, you know... Space Cam is completely, you know, he's gone back down, you know, below the ocean. He's terrible. Yeah, he's no longer in space. He's like Mariana Trench Cam. He's in a a hole. Uh, That team is bad. It's hard, man. And look, I feel for Jawai because Jawai is having a great season. Um, And... You know, in this game, a little bit too, uh, probably a little bit too handsy with Jawai. I think that's um, us, as in we played yeah, too I handsy. Think, yeah, I, I think I think it was. I think he didn't get any calls. Um, he didn't get enough calls. Um, I mean, saying that as, as a Sydney fan, you you know, when sometimes you get double team, it was you know, kind of thing. yeah, and yeah. It was just like, oh, that's a bit fouling, and you could see getting pretty frustrated and not getting to the line, but. Um, yeah, Scott Machado is pretty pretty. Um, I'm, I'm I'm just yeah. I was I was high on the Cairns bad wagon. Quite noise just gone completely missing this season. Mm. Mojave King is not an X star. Um, oh, he was good at the start of the season, but he came in and gave him a lift. But yeah, I think he's one of those guys. It's just like you kind of got to give him the keys and see mm. what he can do. And you know, a bit like RJ, a bit like um, Lamelo. Uh, you just maybe got to give him the keys, and you did, I mean, Diddy gets the keys from time to time. It just seems like he never gets the keys. Mike Kelly's uh, not the greatest coach. I don't like some of his schemes. Hey, hey, he was uh, coach of the season, mate, last year. Yeah, I think DJ Newville was the 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 strongest glued link. You know, he could score. It's funny because we were we were saying at the start of the season, oh, that could open him up. That could you know make this team better, and it's turned out that look. I don't, I don't think that's really the reason. I think if you look at like Oliver, Cam Oliver has just turned like a bit sooky and it's just like he's not getting calls. <laughs> Scott Machado is admittedly like getting the Casper Ware treatment where he gets nothing as well. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, but we watch Casper every week. Like he gets nothing as well. And then you kind of you pair that with, you know, noise a little bit. You know, if you don't need me in the game, I'll be over here, guys, you know. And you just, like, take the ball and score, man. Like, you're 6'9". Six, six, what are you doing? And he, he went down with that same Jarrell injury too, that knee extension, like split knee, splits, do yeah. the splits, knee extension. So hopefully he's not out for too long. Um, What was Jarrell? Three weeks, four weeks, I think. Four weeks, it was yeah. a pretty, like, wow, Jarrell's back? Okay. And Jarrell was kind of unaffected? Okay. That looked like a bad injury, but all right. Um, And then he kind of, like, you know, Chris Levich, Jared Kenny. Um, Natai is just like bang bang hits two threes and then it's just like I'm not going to take any more shots for the rest of this game you're just like okay sure don't take any shots and then they were just pounding it inside to Jawai and I love that that second quarter where it's just like we got nothing we got just throw <laughs> bodies at him we were kind of trying to play small in this game and you're just like what that doesn't make any sense like um, Jordy only played eight minutes in this game in a game where you're just like just toss him at Jawai and look admittedly he got a bit rinsed at the start, at the start of the game okay <laughs> But it's not a situation where, oh man, if Jawa gets loose, he's going to have forty and just take this game away from us. Like it's still yes. like it's still you know like a like a naval battle. Like it's not like you know not losing soldiers on the front line type of thing. 
And then, but then if you look at this, this Taipan's team, man, like is it's kind of it's a lot, a lot of fakeness there. Jerich as well, just putting up, like you'll hit two threes and you just yeah, like over the head styles, and then you'll hit them, and then you're like, oh my god, and he'll like pound his chest a little bit, and then he'll shoot four more and just miss them all, and you're just like, yeah, now I kind of understand where this team's at. You know what I mean? It's but yeah, it's but Cam right. Oliver, man, a lot more needs to be said about him because he just looks like he just looks like I'm out. Like, whatever, I'm, you know, this yeah. team's terrible. I'm not going to play hard at all. Europe, Europe hero come maybe. I don't know. And shooting really. jumpers, man. Like, why is he shooting jumpers? I don't understand. It's like Sean yeah. Long, where you're just like, why is Sean Long shooting jumpers, man? Just like screen up high and roll, and you get a, like an alley oop every time. I would, I'd love to see if there's any, like, next-gen stats of how many dunks Oliver's had this season because it felt like he had, like, loads of dunks last year, like, heaps of dunks, like, every highlight, every game, every single, like, package that the NBL would put together in their promo would have him just dunk it all over a different person every night. This year, I feel like he hasn't, doesn't get any many dunks. No. No? No. How funny is the fact that they just no one scored for the last minute and a half of this game? <laughs> It was, I missed just, the third quarter. I was doing. Um, I was doing. It just fizzled into absolute trash. Just, just chaos. Yeah, I was doing bath and like dinner time and bath, so I, I kind of couldn't really watch the third quarter. Um, I think we were up like a few, and then after I'd finished the bath, uh, it was the fourth quarter and we we're down. And I was like, oh my god, what's going on? Like I must have missed. Like Cairns have made a nine point run to take a four point lead. <laughs> And um, yeah, I kind of watched down the stretch of this game, but just you just sat there watching it, just being like, "What's going on? Like, I don't even care if we lose this game. This game was horrible. Like, what is going on?" Um, kick it came off the bench, gave us a lift, eleven points. Mm, yeah, yes, much better. Um, Shawnee B, Craig Moller, eight rebounds, two assists, six points. Yeah, but really, Casper Ware and Jarrell Martin, just yeah. looking at seventy-five, seventy-three. Very low scoring game. DJ, are we have I have I shot my uh shot my cannon a little bit too early on DJ? No, Call no, him no. rookie of the year. No, he's he's far enough about he could he could score no points in the next ten games to win rookie of the year. It's just just him Jessup's been pretty good. He has been good, but yeah, I don't know. I think that DJ he'll be back. I think, you know, he's just maybe going through a bit of a shooter slump. He's not even that, he's just not taking the volume of shots. Uh, maybe that's a concerted effort by 40, but um, who knows? We'll see next game. We shall. Any, anything else from this game? <laughs> this game was, it was just, nah, it man, was bad, just Let's just take and move on. Let's 3 2 1 and get Yeah. The how, how, how much needed was that win, though? Like, if you look oh, at, yeah. I think we had three weeks in a row where it was just like loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. And now to win that game against Brisbane and then just rattle off two more wins, we're suddenly back up there. So we're one, we're one win outside the top three. Yeah. So what are we? Are we eight and eight? Or are we nine, nine and eight? Nine, nine and eight after those two wins. Um, so, and but then then you got to you got to look like Illawarra and Brisbane both on nine, and Southeast Melbourne just quietly are just like we're ten and seven. Have a look at yeah. us. Yeah, but then we all know what's going to happen. Yeah, like, but they're four four game winning streak. You know, with only yeah, broke yeah. off to come into the mix. I guess the the cup kind of skewed things because there were just games like coming everywhere. Like you could yeah. just you could have like you could meet two teams that were tired and you just like bang bang and like suddenly we're back again. Um, but yeah, Adelaide have kind of died as well. Seven and eleven now. No Humphrey. Yeah, Humphrey has kind of killed them. 
Uh, three, two, one for this game. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, the Casper, Jarrell, and then kick it. It's pretty bad, and there's no one else that really. Yeah, stood I'm going to do the same. You can probably go with kick, kick it. it or Moller, but I'll go kick it. Good scoring. DK. He's picked up a couple of ones this season. Uh, all right. And that kind of rounds out tipping. Uh, sorry, MVP. Now we've got to get on to tipping, and I haven't done the thing because I'm busy. Letting the, yeah. letting the team down. Uh, I got to get the the drawer up. Just give me a second. Anything else you want to just talk about while I do this? Um, <laughs> the rain, really. man. How insane has this <laughs> weather been? This has been I'm crazy. My house. I actually have to pull my yellow bin out, and I'm dreading it. Yeah, same. I was like, oh no, bin night. Damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's crazy. It hasn't stopped here since Wednesday. Mm. Wednesday. Yeah. I hope everyone out there is staying safe. Yep. Uh, Yep. Two guys talk about stuff they do at night. (laughs) Uh, NZ Breakers versus Melbourne United to start. Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, You will go Melbourne. I will also go Melbourne. Watch watch New Zealand just randomly win that game and everyone's like, what? Perth versus the Hawks. I'm going to go Hawks. Ooh. I will go Perth because then I can happily tip uh, Sydney. Brisbane Bullets versus the Breakers. Yeah, I'll go Bullets. Yeah, I tried to just sneak the Breakers into that <laughs> last round. We, I think we both did. Uh, round 11, yep, definitely. Phoenix and United, Derby styles. I'm going to go United. Yeah, I'll have to, I think. Oh, damn, I meant bullets, not breakers. Uh, then the Sydney Kings at home to Perth. Kings. Yeah, I think double game week, man. Mm. Clip, clip this up, me going, oh, I think we might beat Perth here. Um, but, yeah, I think we've got a really good chance. I think these boys will be penciling it in, having a nice uh, recovery period over the next few days and then just get ready. Uh, Taipans versus Adelaide. I'm going to go Taipans. Types reignite their season. I'll go Taipans as well. One day they're going to come back. <laughs> I remember a few weeks ago we are like, we're off the Taipans train, man. And then I'm going to go Bullets. Hawks versus Bullets. Bullocks. 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 Uh, and that, yeah, rounds out the tipping comp for round 11. Uh, preview of this Perth game at all? Surely Mooney can't have another 30.9. Yeah, I think that's it, mate. I think we've just got to contain. It's a kudos, so we should get a little bit more home cooking. Um, <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. So that says um, some. Look, I think that's um I think we've got the role at the moment that we you know, we're on a good win streak here. Just keep that momentum going forward and we should we should be able to beat them at home. I mean away from home might be a bit harder, but definitely Sunday at three PM. They're coming off a uh Friday night flight yeah, late, out late late game. For a Sunday game. So that that really, you know, kind of plays into it. They've been in the bubble, so and I think extended too. Didn't they leave Perth a long time ago? So I think they've only just gone back to Perth. Right? Yeah. 
Um, because I'm sure like a few weeks out they had to leave and then not go back, didn't they? Yes, yes, because the the cases. Um. So I think this is probably one of the best chances we're going to have of really beating Perth. I think they're going to be tired. Um, we've got to just get just body up on Mooney, Cotton, and Ware. Look, it's pretty safe to say Ware's kind of um, struggled against Cotton in the last few games. But at the same time, I, um, it's going to be that one where, you know, you watch a guy toil against a guy that's better than him and then he finally bests him and you just go, yes. Like, I just, I wanted to see this for like the last couple of seasons. Um, so hopefully that kind of happens. I, I think what game, we blew him out last year, didn't we? I think Diddy was shooting lights out. I think Diddy yes. had 30 and we blew him out. And like he didn't even see the Ware versus Cotton matchup. But mostly every time Cotton's kind of come, against, come up against Ware, Ware struggled. Which I'm hoping the the uh, the man Casper Ware can have a great night. Uh, so anything else to round it out? That is it. We're back. Uh, We're back. Hopefully the sound's not too bad out there. I just realised I forgot to start the audio as well, so I'm going to have to rip the audio. <laughs> Shout out. Um, <laughs> and always, as always, rather, you can like and subscribe. We're live at the moment on Facebook, uh, but we are on Twitter and we are on YouTube at on the King's Dime and we'll put these audio up on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and on the Anchor platform it goes out to Spotify, Spotify, Spotify as well. Uh, so yeah, if you want to listen to us in audio or watch us back in replay, you can. And as always, we will see you guys next time on the King's Dime. <laughs>